Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. It's been a very emotional week and a lot going on, and there's one thing on people's minds, basically. What are we in the middle of? Can yeah. America survive what we've seen as mob rule this week? And is this the best way to solve America's problem? That's what we want to know from you this afternoon, everybody. Yeah. So if you could start putting your uh, comments here on the Facebook feed here at Facebook Live, love to hear from you. I'd love to react to your comments throughout the, uh, the, the program this afternoon. Yeah, please uh, jump in, j- jump into the pool here with us. Uh, it's very difficult to try to put all this together in your head. We have too many things going at once. We have got, of course, a, a killer pandemic, which is bad enough. Then here we go. In addition to that, we have a, a an act, a terrible act that served to light the fuse of a powder keg that presumably has been festering and sitting there for a long, long time. So we get this complete panic, people going wild in the streets, the public disorder, uh, looting, which has apparently been taken as a civil right now. And then you have the economy on its knees. And you could go on, (laughs) but I think that's enough. How you pull all this together, I don't know. But as Bob had suggested, uh, how can how will we come out of this? What do you think? How how are we going? How are we going to be able? Are we going to be standing really? And what are the solutions? Are there any solutions that come to mind right now? Because it seems like it's a little bit complex in some areas. And, and Jim, you're talking about uh, the, the the killing of that poor man, George uh, Lloyd, George Floyd. I mean, it's just horrible that his protest, his the outrage of his death, is being used. Mm-hmm. It is being weaponized to yeah. to be disguised for rioting and looting and just lawlessness. Well, the Democratic leadership and progressive leadership, I should say, is playing. Divide and conquer like uh, Isaac Stern played the violin, but they are geniuses at it and they've gotten everybody divided. Then you get people worked up, often very good people who are very emotional about this, who've had bad experiences themselves. They want to be heard. This is great. This is fine. This is their right. I encourage it. But then here comes these are on what we're told anyway, many of them on George Soros's payroll who get their $300 a night for rioting. They come in. And then try to take things over. These are the fascist anti-fascist, which is uh, ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, apparently that's what's happened to many of the rallies here in New Jersey. Many have started out as peaceful and very constructive. And then all of a sudden, something like something snaps and then the violence starts. Then the looting starts. I mean, Trenton, they had a terrible time. They uh, police were attacked. Uh, Two uh, police cars were torched. Atlantic City. They had uh, looting at the end of their uh, rally. The, uh, the outlets called the Walk. Many stores were vandalized, and all because of a, just a couple of few people that sparked that fuse. 
there have been a couple of people arrested for that. The one, the last one I saw, and I'm not sure it possibly was Atlantic City, but I'm not sure which one of the uh, the looting events took place. And he, a young guy, and he was arrested and charged because he apparently had gone online. I don't know who, why people would pay attention to what he said, saying, let's go start a riot. And he did. And when he was stopped, he had the car, so I read, full of uh, certain bits of weaponry, bomb, what is a gasoline bomb and all. He was arrested. Now he's complaining and crying about how badly he was treated because they took him to the police station. They didn't give him anything to eat. <laughs> well, he, he is he is he is quite lucky <laughs> that uh, what a little hunger pang is the only thing he got out of that. But this is going on all over the place. Uh, where it goes, I the talk about what is it de un defunding? I guess police departments are cutting back on funding. Defunding the that is the dumbest idea I ever heard. Obviously, when you in any culture, any when you emasculate, uh, emasculate law enforcement, then this opens it up for people who do not follow the law by definition. And who's going to be the worst hurt? They're going to be the people. Well, for example, how many killings were there in Chicago over the Memorial Day weekend? I think at least 30. Every city, every day. I, I pick up, I, I check out, like, well, in Philadelphia, for example, one of the station's uh, website and Jersey websites and the like. And in the city, every day there is a shooting of somebody. Yeah. Uh, so it, the whole thing is, but, but, and then again, the cry is to crack down and to blame the law enforcement people. Uh, that is absolutely absurd. I don't know. Let me, let me tell you something that back when I was doing the morning show on the radio station, uh, let's go to the middle 90s doing the racial profiling uh, commotion that went on. Remember that? Right, with Governor Everything. Yep. The police were really, uh, you know, putting the barrel here. Racial profiling. Everybody's being arrested because of their race. And it went on and on. Now, the big people protesting, really pushing this, they were lawyers because they came up with a bunch of lawsuits. State police, what was happening, the state police were interdicting certain vehicles on the drug alley, which is the turnpike and the parkway. And they had a profile of the likely drug smugglers. And it was a pretty doggone good. And it came from the federal government. It didn't come from New Jersey. It was passed down by the Clinton drug enforcement people. Look for this kind of car. Look for people who are doing this. Look for this inside the car. This is what the drug smugglers do. Anyway, the uh, police were up against it. There was all cut, just like now, really. Uh, and I got on the air one day just to see, and I thought I'd get not a call. But here's what happened. I said, I'd like to hear from uh, minority people. If there are people in the minority, in spite of what we hear, who have had very good experiences with the New Jersey State Police. And I thought I'd be lucky if I got a call. I did two solid hours, one phone call after another, people of various you know, minorities, mostly the African-American saying, yes, I got in this pickle and this trooper came by. And so positive, it kept going. The next day I did it again and I got a solid hour out of it. And so, and this is the same time that the race hustlers and the political hustlers are trying to demean the police. Right. Uh, it, it's, it, 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 everything is upside down, it seems. <laughs> Fingers are all being pointed in the wrong directions. 
Uh, it's like, uh, remember Murphy's Law? Not, not Governor Murphy's Law. Well, it Real could Murphy. be. It could be. <laughs> Maybe it was a good prediction years ago. The Murphy's Law says if anything can go bad, it will. <laughs> Maybe that is Governor Murphy's Law. Yeah, that, that is. <laughs> that's where they got it ret retroactively. Okay, I've blown off a little steam here. Yeah. But uh, again, one of the problems is that all these things that I mentioned, the horsemen of the apocalypse, if you want, it's done against the background of a political campaign, and everything is being politicized. Nothing is being done by reason. Now, if you can form a mob, a mob by definition does not reason. They have no reasonable uh, excuses for or guidance for their actions. It's all very, very emotional. And so there is no control over that. So the mob becomes a single entity with one mind. And that is whatever they are goaded into, which all too often is destruction. So uh, how long this goes on, I do not know. Well, there are more protests scheduled for this weekend. I believe Bayonne has one uh, this afternoon, Jersey, um, Hoboken, and uh, several others throughout the state. And uh, you know, let's, let's hope they stay peaceful and, and focused on, on the real issues at hand, on on uh, what what people are really concerned about and hope they don't get clouded with all of this mob and rioting and just horrible. Well, what is being presented here, and it's something that's been out there, but it's never like this because now it, it, has, uh, it has legs, it has teeth, is a false narrative of this whole uh, cultural system that we have. I got just uh, what, what, 10 minutes before we started. I checked my email. I have an email from the water company. Right. That's the water company. And the email from the water company is somehow rebuking me for my racial injustice. What? what? The water company? Well, it, was not, it was not personal. I'm sure this is a mass mailing for the customers. Right. Maybe, maybe it's only white customers. I don't know. But And how they would know, I don't know. But it says racial injustice is wrong. And it is inconsistent with the values of your water company. Well, I'm happy for them about that. I think they're wonderful. Oh, man. So turn their water off right away if I didn't need it. <laughs> but but it, it seems like everybody's caught up in this, this great, uh, I don't know, illusion, you know, part of it, too. Yeah. Uh, and no... I tell you, the uh, you had sent me, I don't know if you want to bring this up or not, because I, I really don't, uh, I don't want to do anything to what, discourage or, or have the person discouraged who did it. But this young woman who, who you knew her name, I, I, I had not heard of her before. In fact, as we get into that topic, uh, one of our uh, viewers out there, Frank Mervin, just shared the link that you're going to talk about. Okay. About the uh, the great commentator Candace Owens. All right, now Candace Owens, I, I I I have huge respect for them. There is one courageous lady, but she is right. Here is a person of color, as they say, who has operating rationally by using her head rather than her heart, and she covers properly the proper attitude toward what happened, the event, the terrible event that set this up. But then she gets into the facts surrounding it. 
And this smoke that's being blown by the race hustlers and the political hustlers around this to create advantage for themselves. Is, is the link still up? I, I, I thought maybe publicizing the link would cause uh, who, no, well, well, uh, Frank, to shut, shut her link down. It's on the feed right now. Frank uh, posted it on the uh, comment section here on the on the uh, Facebook. Okay. So if you want to pick that up, anybody, you can follow Frank uh, Mervin's. But, okay, well, what she is saying, and please do that, because I, it, it would be such a poor uh, paraphrasing if I tried to do it. But here is a highly intelligent, rational person looking at this. And I would have to say that I would certainly endorse everything she said. Uh, but I tell you, Bob, afterward, I think it was yesterday you sent me that last night, I happened to turn on a television set, not mine, <laughs> because I haven't had television for a week. I'll tell you about that in a while, which is a blessing. Thank you, Lord, the fact that I didn't have to watch this crap for a week. But uh, I saw another person and then another one doing pretty much the same thing with pretty much the same approach to this, a very rational approach by black people, African-American, highly intelligent people. My feeling is <laughs> that the country is full of people like that, but most of them are intimidated. Uh, and so, uh, again, well, you understand how, how that works. They're, uh, well, right. They're, I mean, if you go on Candace's uh, Twitter feed, she's being, uh, vilified by yes, everybody. Oh, block her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Course, she's, uh, she's paid and, uh, you know, she's not one of us type deal. It's, yeah, that's exactly it's, right. Because what she's doing, she is, she is pointing out that the emperor does not have clothes. And this emperor that's being presented to us about this whole situation in America is smoke and mirrors. And it's all to the advantage of certain, you know, elements who are going to take great advantage of this. Uh, you get the, I, I, I hate to keep saying the Democrats because you know Democrats are not like that, the party itself. Those progressives who have hijacked that honorable party, they want the uh, destabilization of the government and of the economy so they can walk in. They will churn this the politicians will churn this thing right up until the election. Now, what they're doing, they will say the country's in chaos. Only we can save you from this. Look, look at the mess the other people have made. Governing in America is our right because we are right. Their self-righteousness just drives me crazy. But the thing is, if, if make a little uh, analogy of it, go back to some medieval time. And here's people in a village and a knight comes riding in saying, oh, there's a dragon. There's a terrible dragon sitting out there in a cave outside town. And the people go out and they take a look and say, oh, God, there is there's a, a dragon sitting back there in a cave. And he was snorting fire. And the knight says, look, it's going to cost a lot, but I have to put a, a group together here and I have to fund them. Put all of your money in a pot. Everybody give me all of your money. Make me the king and I'll go out and slay the dragon. Yeah. So they go out and they put all the money in pots, everything, everything valuable they had down to the last bean, give it to him. He becomes king. Then he gets on the horse and rides out. Well, it turns out the dragon is a couple of his buddies in a dragon suit. Yeah. So they set it up in the first place. So here's the Democratic leadership. They are <laughs> they, they they are pointing out results of the corruption and this so-called swamp ethos in Washington 
that they have created, they have maintained. And also, the look, they want to jump after the police. Who runs the police? It's usually the judicial system sets the tone for police. The judicial system has been in the hands of progressives for years mm-hmm. and Democrats. And so, but, but the thing is that they will blame it on the Republicans and they will take the turmoil that they have caused and, and encouraged and then say, we will save you from it. <laughs> Elect us. Well, uh, it, it, it's just a, it's such a transparent, ridiculous trick. But I, I hope people will watch it. Now, look, I don't think I, I'm not suggesting that everybody agree with this woman. What's your name, Candace? Candace Owens. I, I, I'm not suggesting that you necessarily agree with it, but re- look at it. It's worth it. Consider an- there are two sides, maybe, to some of this. I, th- I think she may have been, in my view, a little bit hard, uh, maybe on the victim in this. But I don't. But she did it very reasonably by pointing out that here is a case where we are being uh, urged to canonize a person who was not a saintly person, uh, who had, I think, as she pointed out, very heavy content of drugs in his system at the time right had been arrested and jailed a good number of times once for well it was it was a terrible crime which a pregnant woman you'll you'll figure it out it's a 19 minute uh you don't have to agree with it but at least see before this this tsunami sweeps over everybody right uh at least take a look at it. Oh, you know, the, you're talking about the social media? Yes. <laughs> yes it, you know, the behemoths of the social media. Yeah. This is uh, what Facebook, who we got, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. I, I don't use, I don't, well, I'll use, uh, oh, uh, Google, of course, in the woodpile. I use Google. I had no use for Facebook or Twitter or the like. Anyway, they together are suing. They're bringing a lawsuit against the federal government to, to forbid the federal government from interfering with their business, their pursuit. And they say to interfere with their operations is a violation of their First Amendment right to free speech. And yet these same people take away the right to free speech from people who want to do postings that are not in concert with their political philosophy. That's why I was afraid this this, this lady would have that somehow expunged from the <laughs> from the cloud right maybe not yeah but in time but they they claim the right they will cut things i think recently most recently or recently it was twitter who had decided that they're going to counter everything the president right. rips or tweets or whatever screen uh screen and uh yeah. you know police his uh comments and yeah the twits at twitter are going to police his comments now well isn't that a violation of his first amendment right yeah uh, and so others, they have stopped it. It's pretty well known that many postings on these this, these various platforms have been uh, taken down. Yeah. Not that they were doing anything seditious or, or, or wrong or obscene or immoral, but simply because they disagreed with the party line of this platform. Right. Now, if that's not a violation of the First Amendment, I don't know what is. Yeah. And yet you could show the most horrible, lurid, uh, depictions, and that's okay. 
Yep. But don't violate the politically correct line. And, and that's, thing, that's what we're being forced into here. And you and you bring up a great point, you know, for, for people, you suggest them to, to look at the uh, Candace Owens video mm -hmm. and come to your own conclusion. Our own Dennis Malloy posted a great article on the NJ1015.com website and on his uh, show page. Uh, it's called The Media is Corrupt and It's Manipulating You. Mm -hmm. And yep. basically, just to uh, you know, sum it up, Dennis says, pure honest journalism is almost non-extinct these days. You need, you need to research to find the truth, and you definitely have to read past the headline because it's being manipulated for their own narrative. And the media has been stoking the fires of hate and violence this past week or yep. 10 days. Yes, yes. And, uh, well written, Dennis, and I, I suggest everybody check that out on the, on the Dennis page, on the Dennis and Judy page. Dennis got got in, involved in a thing. I, I hope he, I don't think Dennis would mind my telling this because I thought it was so patently ridiculous. I was furious about it. In that he had made a comment on the air, as people do, you're doing a program, and it was uh, I don't know whether to tell the whole thing or not, but he was he was commenting on a public figure's dress, article of apparel. And it happens that this particular person was of a minority group. So naturally, it, you know, what hit the fan. Now, the person that Dennis had supposedly done this terrible, disparaging remark about, he didn't make much of it. He took it like, you know, a grain of salt. But the governor jumped in. Oh, the radio station, you know, the racist radio station. And so anyway, Dennis read an apology, which had just made my toenails curl up in which he apologized for the pain that it caused the Asian community. Hmm. Now, right after that, the next day I went out and I said, well, the Asian communities, especially this one particular group is in pain. And I went to get gas and here came an attendant and he was of that group. And I said, man, you know, I'm awfully sorry for your pain. I, I really admire you coming into work and working out here when you're in so much pain. He said, are you crazy? So, no, aren't you in pain? Well, no, I'm not in pain. I feel great. What's the problem? I didn't explain it to him. But here was a person of that group who's supposed to be in this awful pain. Yeah. He didn't know. I did the same thing at the uh, hostess at a, a, uh, a Japanese restaurant we went to and congratulated her on, on being so gracious in spite of all this pain. And she looked at me like I was crazy. They almost threw me out. <laughs> Never heard of any such thing. But this is how this goes. And also, I guess the parallel to that is Drew Brees, the quarterback. Right. For, uh, yeah, for the Saints. For the Saints. He made a statement, and I don't have the statement in front of me, but it was pretty innocuous, saying that he did not follow any kind of a credo or agree with anything that, what, brought... Uh, do you know how he, how he said, in, in other words, it was somehow... Uh, uh, he had, didn't support his country... It was, it was a patriotic thing. In other words, he's saying, you know, I, I know all the stuff's going on, but I've got to say, in spite of all the criticism that's coming, I love my country. He had to get down on his hands and knees and grovel for the pain he caused. Right. You, you, you're causing pain. This is now. <laughs> where, is, where, is, where is his First Amendment rights to speak? Use your. Well, he had them. But, but again, if he wants to continue playing ball, I guess, and. Making right. a living, you, you have to go along because see, see, these people do not hesitate to intimidate the hell out of you if you don't follow their line. Right. So I, I, I guess the lesson here is I don't have answers. I'm, I'm very anxious to see what happens when the smoke clears. But 
try to look at this somewhat reasonably through some lens of reason and say, are these things true? Is this true? Uh, has this gone too far? Uh, everybody now is down on police. This is absolutely insane. Insane. I don't know this for a fact. I would bet that in spite of the fact that these hustlers are trying to create an impression that every policeman in America is out to do harm to every, uh, what, minority citizen in the country. I'll bet that you will find somewhere there's somebody whose life was saved by a policeman today. And how many, how many minority officers were either hurt or killed over these last 10 days of protests and uh, unrest? I mean, one uh, man that comes to mind that you probably saw that St. Louis police captain, David Dorn. He was, a, he was 77 years old. He was head of his department. I think he was recently retired, just working part-time. And he was killed defending a pawn shop owner mm -hmm. or, or a gun shop owner, one of those. But he was killed in, in, in one of the riots. It's just horrible. It's just and, and, and nobody's rioting over that. Nobody's out demonstrating about that. How, how about the how many policemen in Dallas were shot? Yes, uh, about a year ago. Yeah, just because they were policemen and a racial incident. How right. many the, the two police in New York who were assassinated sitting in their patrol car? Yeah, about three. Years ago. Mm -hmm. But that no, I, where, where is your outrage? Where is your outrage? Right, and I, and I think the sympathy, the the outpouring uh, of uh, emotion, disgust, if you want, over this film that people saw of this terrible incident, well justified. Yeah. But then when you get, you allow this, you allow your good emotions to be controlled, to be fueled and stoked yeah. by people out for some political or economic advantage. Uh, you, you think about it. Don't let them do it to you. Right. Don't abdicate your opinion. Come up with a good uh, individual feeling and uh, and go with it. You know, if you want to have change, then facilitate in a peaceful, you know, a, a peaceful way that's going to be constructed. And, and don't buy the opening line of the progressive playbook is America is an evil country. Now, this is what they're playing to. This is the progressive justification for all this change. It is an evil country. Look, it is not an evil country. This is probably the least evil of any country in the world right now. When you look at all the good things that go on by people of all persuasions, races. And so here is what essentially is kind of a, in a sense, almost a tempest in a teapot that has just exploded. Right. But it, and it's, it's okay to explode with sympathy with uh with with uh, certainly your your demands that somehow we don't have to see this again from either side to either side but don't let yourself become a pawn in a political battle right which is what's going on right now trying to really uh discredit the government now just remember for people who say well no you know <laughs> it's a naughty thought but this also, you could almost serve it as a, a poll, a presidential election poll, because everybody out there is going to vote Democratic. 
and the people that stayed home aren't. I don't know. I, that's not a scientific poll. <laughs> but uh, but you know the instigators, the leaders in this thing generally have been associated with that one one area. And I, I'm certainly not holding the other party as being innocent. I'm just holding them as being a party that's totally ineffective anymore. So I don't consider them relevant. So uh, obviously the uh, the virus uh, recovery here in the state has taken a backseat to, to this story. Um, but uh, we are getting some reopenings uh, gradually, uh, not uh, as quickly as a lot of people would like. The governor is making uh, announcements uh, by the day. The DMV offices are going to be phased in to be opened up over the next couple of weeks. Outdoor dining next uh, couple of weeks. Salons will be opening by the 22nd. Graduations uh, July 6th. Um, and uh, Eric had a great town hall last night with uh, State uh, Senate President Steve Sweeney. He was on, on the air with Eric. And uh, Eric uh, basically asked him, are some of the governor's uh, policies of reopening arbitrary? And Sweeney said yes, because he's asked the governor to see the data, because the governor is uh, driven by data with regards to opening, and uh, he has not gotten a response from the governor. So well, the governor, governor's got his butt in the sling anyway this week. What are we, we have to pay a million dollars in a lawsuit because of his refusing to uh, be open about that. That is the sex suit, yeah. that, uh, the rape suit that, uh, the, okay, that took place. Also, I, I understand that he had fired one of his top yes. uh, people, but yeah. he won't say why. He will not say why. So the assumption is that somebody had argued with Big Brother. Right. And, uh, I am. I am the great. I am. And, uh, it's have, Jim, it's got to have something. I mean, it, we haven't given been given a reason because it's being called a personnel matter. But it's got to have something to do with the twenty to twenty five percent of the deaths with the COVID uh, related <laughs> to nursing homes. It's got to mm -hmm. have something to do with that. Somebody drops a ball somewhere. I would like to have an answer to all this. I don't. I think what uh, you have suggested that Dennis may be <laughs> very close to it, and of course the media is going to go along with the uh, the party to whom they toady, hoping for some advantage themselves. So yeah. it's a mess. It's a pool paw. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to I'm going to look that one up. I, I think that's pretty, pretty apropos for what's going on these days. Well, I tell you, I got to do a lot of reading because I haven't had television all week. Something happened with my with TV part of my cable package and uh, they couldn't figure it out. The technical people could not figure it out. Now, of course, for about three days, they don't come out. Because And I understand this. They try to do everything uh, electronically. So I'm sitting here for an hour at night going through all this with some very nice person sitting in Pakistan or, you know, uh, wherever they are, upper Slavovia, I guess. And, and they're trying to go through. I'm trying to understand him or she. They're trying to understand me. We go through this and they were very good, really. So they checked out things. We switched boxes and everything. Nothing happened. Finally, today... Uh, I get somebody who come out. So for the first time, just about an hour or so before we went on the air, I saw my first television and it happened to be tuned to a news channel. After five minutes, well, you saw the result of it. I'm sitting here babbling. <laughs> I can't grasp it. Well, you got all night to watch TV. You got it back, and uh, I hope you have a good weekend. I think it was a great show, great uh, exchange of uh, thoughts here on the uh, Twitter, on the uh on the Facebook feed, and uh, always great to get your perspective, Mr. Gerhardt. It's always welcome, and especially in this very, very trying time. Well, thank you, Bob. And everybody, uh, try to, uh, I, I, <laughs> I can't say chill. They won't let you. <laughs> 
but but try to look at at, at this rationally and not emotionally don't buy and, and again and i think as dennis has suggested in the piece don't buy everything you read on either side even the uh, uh the, the alternate press which i guess is fox as opposed to everybody else right there's still stuff that you, you really have to examine it yourself try to dig and get accurate information yeah and so there's a whole lot of bull fucking yeah filling the talk about the 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 internet cloud i mean this cloud gonna get a little gamey out there with all this stuff in the air anyway yeah have a great we try to stay calm try not to stress because this might well you know give a little kickstart to the virus again so you know just try to Try to try to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll be Good back luck. at our regular time next Thursday at ten thirty. Have a great weekend, and we'll uh, we'll see you then. Thanks, everybody. May God be with you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.